You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody and welcome to Hit the Books, the only weekly SmackDown versus Raw fantasy booking podcast in the universe. I am your host, as always, Ryan Knightsey. Uh, so we got a weird one here, folks. A weird one in a po- positive, negative. I don't I'm know. A little offended. Okay, I haven't introduced you first, lady. Um, so Mikey, the man of a thousand nicknames, uh, is well, is not going to be here on this today's episode. Uh, he had to get uh, emergency. Uh, tooth surgery. He had to get a tooth removed, practically. Not practically, essentially. Not essentially. He he did. <laughs> he got a he got a tooth removed out of his mouth uh, yesterday. Uh, it was gross, uh, and I hated reading about it. But uh, because of that, you know, he's like, you know, he's, he can't really speak, uh, and you know, so we want to make sure that we get some sort of show out to you and make sure that the you know show quality is up there. Um, but that does mean that Mikey won't be on this episode. However, that does mean we have a special guest today, a special, as emergency as Mikey's tooth surgery was, this, we have another emergency special guest, uh, today. Uh, I've referenced her in the past. Uh, she is of course my girlfriend, I guess the man of the, the man, the woman of one, one nickname, which I guess would be my girlfriend, uh jesse dubiowski jesse thanks for coming on the show no problem i'm the weird one that's me yeah <laughs> i'm the weird one today yes you're the weird one so uh yeah thanks for coming on i know it's a weird situation uh to quickly pull you in but you know mikey and i needed some sort of thing to come out tomorrow or today if you're listening to this i'm excited i might not have uh too much of an idea what's going on but i think that it'll be exciting and i hope that i bring energy to it that's fair what uh, to Quickly, just for the listeners to know, what is, I guess, your relationship to professional wrestling? I'm dating it. Okay, well, that makes sense. <laughs> what, 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 have, you been, have you been I've to been shows? shows? Have you watched wrestling? Like, do you enjoy to, wrestling, I guess? I enjoy live wrestling. I enjoy the highlights that you show me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, not a, I'm not really like a sit-down-and-watch-on-TV type person for wrestling. But I do like the live shows. They are fun. Mm-hmm. I like the ones where you can throw streamers. And I can hit the people in front of me in the back of the head on accident. What do you remember, besides the streamers, what do you remember from wrestling shows that you've seen live? Is it just like, the streamers? <laughs> <laughs> you paused and I was like, is it just the streamers? Uh, no, it's streamers and uh, the one guy who does a lot of flips. Um, the short guy. 
in describing, Ring of Honor. You're describing so many independent wrestlers right now. I believe you're describing Flip Gordon. Possibly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I believe that's who you're describing. Um, and that Lance Archer thing. Yes. We... Which, by the way, you took credit for my slow mo video, I yeah. believe, <laughs> on the Hit the Books Twitter, maybe. Yes. Yeah, that was me. I took that slow mo. Yeah, at the at uh, New Japan New Beginning in Atlanta. Yes. Which, yes. which I found out afterwards. Was, I realized that afterwards. It's like, oh, I think that was actually Lance Archer's final New Japan Pro Wrestling match uh, ever yeah. before he went to AEW. But you know of wrestling. Like, I, yes. like you know of AEW, you know of WWE, of New Japan, of yes. Ring of Honor. I can speak the lingo. Can you give me some... I, I'm not confident. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I looked um, at your face, it was not <laughs> confidence was breaming. There's, uh, those are the promotions. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nailed um, it. There's a suplex. <laughs> that's a move. <laughs> Correct. These are moves. Um, I think that's all I got. That's all you got for right now, I guess? Yeah. Good. I will say that I'm still going to pitch my favorite tag team ever. <laughs> Orange Cassidy and Juice Robinson. Never a tag Orange team. Orange Juice. Never a tag team that's existed ever. I looked it up on Cage Match. It hasn't existed ever in the world of history. The world is... But then it would be orange juice. Yes. It's perfect. You don't I... need anything else. You don't need, like, personal chemistry. You don't need storylines <laughs> to align. They don't need to be you good. You don't need motive. You don't need anything. You just need a good tag team name. And I think that's my biggest takeaway from not watching a lot of wrestling. You know, even with uh, even with that, I think you would be a decent wrestling promoter on the Indies. <laughs> I don't know about the marketing. How can you market this tag team? Well, I guess that's part of your challenge because what we're doing here today, folks, is obviously because Mikey won't be here. Mikey did write up a card. You know, we wanted to get the the continuity and I guess, you know, just making sure everything's still involved. So the ghost of Mikey is now going to be flowing through Jesse here. Yes, I'm channeling my inner Mikey, wearing a beanie and a hockey jersey. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're meeting a bunch of wrestlers like Joey Janela and yeah, Sammy Guevara. And a goodwill. <laughs> and a goodwill. Um, yeah, so Mikey's card will be read here today by Jesse. Um, and then obviously if the whatever randomizer stuff happens, will happen. Uh, I should say, speaking of randomizer stuff, last week's poll, as voted on by the listeners on Twitter, again, that is Twitter, at HitTheBooksPod. You can vote every week. It's you know pinned on a profile. Basically, they're voting... They're voting what they think was the best match. Okay. Or not the best match, the best card uh, that we presented last week, Jesse. Okay. So last week, that poll, when I can find it, was that uh, Ryan's Raw. So I won 60 no. to 40. So I won last week's poll. Uh, another brutal loss for Mike. Not brutal loss. It's always been close for Mikey. It's always been like he's lost by like one vote or maybe two votes. He's always been close. Well, if he loses this week, he can blame it on me. I mean, you presented his card, so <laughs> I, I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess when it comes to the marketing of cards, it's now all all on you. You have to really present this as a winner, Jesse, or maybe your person, your personality will help. You do have our cat right in front of you to really He's help you biting out. Biting my arm. He's biting you and shedding all over the place. Um, god. Oh my god, we're a real family affair over here. Yeah, all in like three square feet because he decided we can't have personal space. No, of course not. Our cat cannot do that. But uh, yeah, so I guess <laughs> thank you everybody for listening and uh, you know, staying with us on this weird episode. Uh, hope you enjoy it. Um, but I guess without further ado, let's 
get to it. Um, Jesse, would you like to present Mikey's SmackDown card? I would not like to. I would okay, like well then, see first, everybody. Gonna... <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. See you next week. All right. Okay. So, uh, I guess show opener. Yeah, Curtains nice. up. Curtain. Curtain. The curtain. Spotlight. The classic wrestling curtain. <laughs> Spotlight, one single spotlight. Um, let me see. Um, so Sasha Banks opens SmackDown. I guess that means she comes out. Yes, the the boss after the title sequence. The, t- <laughs> the cold after the cold open is aired. Okay, she is the cold open. She grabs a mic and says, the, uh, "What a wrestling ter- what a wrestling nickname, <laughs> Sasha Banks, the cold open." What does that even mean? I don't know. So Sasha Banks opens SmackDown. She grabs a mic and says, Look, I know everyone wants an explanation about what I did to Bailey last week. It's really simple. She was dragging us both down. Very cat just by you. Yes. Dragging us both down. Jeez, wow. Okay. She has always been the weak link between the both of us and is the reason we lost the women's tag team championships, but I'm over that now. I don't think you are, Sasha. <laughs> I dropped that dead weight, and now I can focus on the real prize, the SmackDown women's title. Wow. Ouch. Okay. Really going for it. Really yeah. going for it here. GM Page comes out and interrupts Sasha and says, Funny you mention that, actually, Sasha. I was coming to address the women's title. At Backlash, there will be a women's title match. Is that, the announce- is that the announcement that Paige is making? Is that yes. <laughs> there's going to be a women's title match at Backlash? Not who's in it. Hold on. There's going to be a title match. Let me match. get there. However, we need to determine a number one contender, and I plan on doing that with a little tournament. Whoever wins this tournament will go on to the number one contender for the women's championship at Backlash. And actually, the first match starts right now, and Sasha, you're in it. Oh, can I say damn on this podcast? Yeah, we said worse. (laughs) So, first match is Sasha Banks versus Nikki Cross, and I don't know anything about either of them, so Sasha wins. You, I should let me. I'm going to pull up pictures as uh, as we do. That might be actually really helpful. helpful Except when we looked up heavy machinery, I just got a bunch of like bulldozers. (laughs) I did just type in heavy machinery. So oh, this, I've seen her. Yes, this I've is seen Sasha her. Banks. You've, you, she's she's awesome. You watched uh, the Royal Rumble yes. last year. Oh wait, was she the one that like hit under the <laughs> ring the whole time? There was a couple of Royal Rumbles ago where she did that. You like yeah. you've watched Royal Rumble and WrestleMania a couple times with us. Yes, with Mikey and I. I didn't like her the year that she hit under the ring the whole time, but I think last year I was a big fan. It was either last year or the year before. I think it was the first Women's Royal Rumble, which was I think it was two years ago. I'm I was positive. a big fan of her. Um, and then, of course, there's Nikki Cross, who is right here. This is a picture of Nikki oh, Cross. Okay, she looks kind of familiar. Yes, you've you've practiced. You most likely have seen every okay. single one of these people. Well, either way, Sasha Banks, my girl Sasha, beats Nikki Cross which, in match number one. Which I guess tournament match. There we go. Yes. I'm gonna write that in just for continuity's sake. Okay. Okay. What's Segment happening? Segment number two. I like it. Oh, I should say. <laughs> I like it. Uh so Sasha Banks just uh Sasha Banks is saying that uh Bailey is holding her down and she's going after the singles title. She was but, a little harsh. She called her dead weight. Yeah. <laughs> she called Dang. her dead weight, and Bailey is not defending herself. How long I were guess. they tag team partners? They were tag team partners. Well they've been friends since NXT days, which is like years ago. Um, and they were tag team partners in our universe since maybe uh, February, March. 
something like that. And she just they won, dropped they, her like a hot potato. They won the titles at WrestleMania and then lost it at the next pay-per-view. Okay. So real quick turnaround for Sasha Banks and Bailey there. And then just dropped her. Dropped her like a dead fish. I think mine was better, hot potato. Okay, just read the next segment. <laughs> All right. Samoa Joe is mad that Kevin Owens didn't put up the fight he wanted. I expected a real challenge from Owens after what he did to me two weeks ago when he bashed my head into that monitor back there. Look, no matter how the fight went, I'm still the United States champion, and with backlash coming up, I know there's going to be a lot of you guys who want a shot, but I'm not sure that there's anyone back there that has a real shot against a natural-born killer like me. Matt Riddle's music hits. Shouts out to Woody Harrelson movie, Natural Born Killers. (laughs) (laughs) Matt Riddle's music hits, and he comes to the ring. Hey, I'm pretty sure you haven't seen... Real quickly. What? I'll show you a picture of what Matt Riddle looks like. I'm in like the middle of my... I've seen Samoa Joe. Okay, you've seen Samoa Joe. Okay. Let me quickly show you a picture of what Matt Riddle looks like so you can really get into the energy of Matt Riddle. Okay. Um, here we go. Oh, he's a bro. He's like a surfer dude. Bro is his, is his, he's the original Hey, bro. I'm pretty sure you haven't faced anyone like, <laughs> like me before. I think that you got that title you got there would look way better on me. So what do you say? Maybe we can just have a little bro down, throw down, and backlash, <laughs> brah. <laughs> Never says bra, it's only okay. bro. Okay, a little backlash, bro down, throw down. Joe sizes up Riddle and says, I'm in. As long as you bring your A game, like, A game, you got a shot. It shouldn't be too hard to beat your lazy ass. Joe starts to walk away and says, by the way, Riddle, I'm not your bro. Damn. (laughs) Joe grabs Riddle in the coquina clutch. That sounds like an ugly purse. (laughs) But Riddle reverses it and rocks (laughs) Joe with a knee. He picks up the mic and says, don't go underestimating me now, Samoa, bro. Oh, my God. leaves. (laughs) Mic drop. <laughs> oh my god! I lo- so knowing Mikey, he this entire feud was built around the pun Samoa Bro. <laughs> um, I cannot confirm, obviously, but yeah, what a great riddle impression there, Jesse. Oh, that was so fun! Can I do more of him? <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if he's on the card anymore. But uh, yeah, so we're, okay, so Samoa Joe disappointed at the lack of fight from Kevin Owens at the last pay per view. Um, now is getting challenged by Matt Riddle. You know, Samoa Joe won the title off of Humberto, defended it against Jeff Hardy, who we beat, and then you know talked shit on Latin the next week, then beat Kevin Owens, then talked shit on him the following week. Now it's Matt Riddle. Who is going to take down the the, the mafia boss that is Samoa Joe? Apparently, uh, okay. What's up? What's next? Alrighty, and then match number two is Undisputed Era, Fish and O'Reilly versus Birch and Lorcan. Correct. Uh, that is the team of Danny Birch and uh, Oni Lorcan. I'm talking about. I'm like showing our picture of Undisputed Era. The middle two are okay. Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. A lot of visuals here, folks. Um, sorry about that, but she is uh, uninformed. I, I hey, I'm informed. I just don't know anything. It, you, you, <laughs> that again, it's like you've seen probably every single one of these people. Probably, I think I just need to see their faces. Yes. Okay. So that's the match. What happens? In it? Uh, Undisputed Era wins. The air horn sounds, Mikey. Air horn sounds. You have so much confidence in your voice <laughs> that I love, and not like a nervous energy. I'm really nervous. <laughs> oh. 
Why are you so white nervous? Because I want him to win. I don't want him to lose because of me. Well, you want Mikey to win or yeah. I just need to win? <laughs> Mikey. I want to like bring the energy that he wrote this with. Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. You want you want you don't want him to like get demolished in the polls because of your lack of energy. Yes. So you're bringing it. I'm trying. I'm really trying. Okay. Well, what's happening? What's next? Undisputed Era wins. Yes. And then video package, which I imagine in my brain is like jumbotron lowers from the ceiling. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. All four sides. And there's like video. I guess Braun Strowman is on video in the video package. Sure. Okay. Uh, Braun Strowman standing alone in the ring, single spotlight. Then a bunch of faceless wrestlers around him try and take down, take him down. But of course, he dominates them all. Then he looks. Why are you the fronting camera. on me? <laughs> You're like literally... because this is dramatic. This is like you know art school type like interpretive motions sure with the faceless people very reminiscent um, of lance archer i don't i don't know that reference okay continue but then he looks at the camera and says randy the monster among men is coming for you your little buddy in that universal championship so you better get some more backup if you want to take on me because i don't care who i have to go through i want that championship nice and nice. then like cut to black and then yeah Nice. Yeah, Super okay. dramatic. So, Drew McIntyre lost the last pay-per-view. He did not get the WWE Championship match. And now Braun Strowman is looking like he wants to challenge and take that, be the first challenger for Randy Orton. Randy Orton, Jesse, uh, I was doing, uh, we, were, we were setting up for the website, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, momentarily coming soon. Maybe next week? Is that cat letting the cat out of the bag? Maybe? I don't know. I mean, soon. the cat's right here and he's definitely out He's the on bag, my desk, so, yes. Yeah. Um, but I, so I was kind of categorizing, not categorizing. I was, a uh, cataloging. That's the word. Um, you know, just like some data to, to put on the website and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently Randy Orton has been the universal championship in our universe, uh, since August 11th of 2019. Still, wow. we're, we're in what? May right now? Mm-hmm. May 22nd. Um, right now he just, the cat just licked your cup. Um, That's okay. He looked at this morning, so it's not much. Randy Orton, he he has been a long reigning Universal Champion, and now he has the Demon Finn Balor on his side to ensure that his title stays around his waist. Okay. So good for him. <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, okay, let's keep moving, moving and grooving. What's All up right, next? next match is Humberto Carrillo. 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 Spanish. I can't see very. You don't far. pronounce the L's. I can't see the cat is there, and I'm squinting. And Shelton Benjamin. Clearly, I can read there. Thank you. I, z- I zoomed in for you. Does that help? <laughs> the cat's still in the way, though. Yes. I can look around the cat. Okay. I just can't. Okay, let's try this again. Humberto Carrillo versus Shelton Benjamin. Who wins? Uh, Shelton Benjamin. I don't know how, and I don't know why. Probably, with, know a, probably with a finisher. I would imagine. Probably with a Shelton Benjamin's finisher, which is named what? I'm going to show you a picture of Shelton Benjamin, okay. and you tell me. New fun game. Oh, I got an idea. Mikey's gonna love love this, and I hope he's thinking what I thinking thinking what I'm thinking when I say new fun game. Um, this is a picture of Shelton Benjamin. Okay. Um, can you just name me what you think his finisher is called? The Rock Hard Peck Slam. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. He's got like he, he's very uh very fit. Very fit. I mean, most wrestlers are, but okay. he's got. Nice upper body. Okay, what if I told you I, I have no like... idea what his finisher is called? 
So then why are we playing this game? No, no, no. Let's move on. What's the next step? Okay. Next up, Heavy Machinery is being asked about the challenge set down by One Nation last week. Tucker says, I don't know why these two amazing competitors who have wrestled all over the world think that they're being overlooked. Cruz, what is his name? Tazawa? Yes. Okay. Akira, Akira, Cruz Akira and Tazawa, Tazawa are no joke, and we've seen what they can do. I don't think me or Otis are going to underestimate them. And trust me, we'll be keeping a very close eye on them in the coming weeks to make sure that they don't try anything sketchy. Otis shoots daggers at the camera and heavy machinery leave. That sounds dangerous to be shooting daggers at the camera. Like, huh. They didn't do anything wrong. Also, they're a union probably, so you can get in a lot of trouble for that. No, uh, wrestling is not a No, I mean the camera sport. crew. Oh, the camera crew? <laughs> yeah, that is a union that... Is it weird to think about how the camera crew and lighting crew and everything are uh, unionized while the wrestlers who are wrestling in the ring every night are not? That is an interesting point. I guess to be fair, wrestlers maybe like a night are wrestling for tw- working for like 20 minutes while a union lighting technician is working for like 8, 12 hours. True. I was like just thinking about that just You're gonna now. You're going to get like, a call from, uh, from the, local 600, <laughs> no, the local 600 about a... Shooting daggers at the camera. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Next match is Ruby Riot versus Dana Brooke, and Ruby Riot wins. Uh, so Mikey didn't write this write this down at all, uh, and maybe it's a text message that we need to send Mikey. But is this match for in the tournament? GM Page announced some sort of tournament earlier, and I presume the Sasha Banks one was for it, since that's what she was referencing. Mm-hmm. Is this Ruby Riot Dana Brooke match also in the tournament? Hey everybody, Mikey here. Just a quick insert. Yes, Ruby Riot versus Dana Brooke is part of the tournament. I apologize for any mix up. Anyway, back to the show. That's what I need. I don't I know. I feel like that was uh, maybe one match a week. Maybe. Maybe. Do you, you can make the call right here if you want. If you just be like, yeah, it's in the tournament. Uh, this is a picture of Ruby Riot, and for right, you got it. Got Ruby yeah, Riot. Okay. Uh, and then this is a picture of Dana Brooke, just for. Uh, Okay. Uh, continuity. Continuity? That's not the word. Um, just for just so that she can learn, folks. So, should, do you want to text Mikey or are you going to make the challenge? You're going to make it known right now. Just You're going to make the call. I don't feel like I can make that call. I feel like I would say it's not in the tournament. But uh, let me see what, what Mr. Manfredi says. Sure. Um, and I can't find him in my phone. You know why? Because he is in my phone as Wolverine. Why is he in your phone as Wolverine? If you had met him freshman year of college, you would know why. Okay, I do not know that he, reference. He had uh, mutton chops and a leather jacket, and he was Wolverine for Halloween. Wow, this is... I, <laughs> I really hope Mikey, when he's editing this, does not cut that out. <laughs> in fact, I hope he doubles it. <laughs> I'm kidding, Mikey, don't double it. That's all Mikey, just know that you are still on my phone as uh, Wolverine, and okay. I'm never changing it. Well, do we say who won that match? Ruby yes, Riot Ruby Riot wins that match. And then the segment afterwards, she's asked why she joined the era. She says, well, you see, it's a matter of a group of people who saw eye to eye. They noticed my inner struggles on this brand and saw what I've gone through for a victory. They know I'm willing to do whatever it takes to come out on top. You just saw me win my tournament match, right? Well, the rest of the guys will do whatever it takes, too. We want to be the top of the food chain here on SmackDown, and we aren't going to be friendly about getting there. It'll be an undisputed riot. What? Branding. Yes. Undisputed Riot. Yes. Holy crap. So, according to this uh, Matt, interview, to his, she his promo. just won a tournament match for the women's title. Uh, it sounds like number one contendership is what it was laid out to Okay. Is it by GM Page earlier tonight? I'm slightly confused. I don't quite understand. I, I feel like 
I feel like she's got she's got this tournament going for am I getting this right? She's got a tournament going and the winner of this tournament can be in the match for the title. Right? Well, well, how, the winner of this tournament will be the new number one contender for the for the SmackDown Women's Championship. So what does that mean? That means, that the, I presume, if I'm if we're reading this correctly, we are not the brain of Mikey, uh, uh, that the winner of this tournament will then challenge Asuka for the SmackDown Women's Championship at okay. Backlash. Okay. I believe. I'm oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Because, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Are you confident? Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, super confident. All right, uh, what's next? You got a main event match up here? Yes. Main event match is Pete Dunne versus Adam Cole. Little background on Pete Dunne and Adam Cole. They're both guys that wrestle. And Ryan is about to tell us a little bit more about this dynamic that I don't really know about. Pete Dunne, former WWE champion in our universe. Uh, Pete Dunne from England. I think he's like Mm -hmm. 20-something. Adam Cole, uh, the leader of the Undisputed Era. Okay. Okay. So he has a matchup where he defeats Pete Dunne in the main event. Yes. That's a a nice match. That's a fresh matchup. I've never seen that matchup. I don't think we've ever had that matchup. Um... Yeah, Pete Dunne versus Adam Cole. Who wins? Adam Cole. Adam, Adam Cole. Cole crushes him like Adam a bug. Adam Cole. What? I was ho- you were very. It very felt like you were about to say, Adam. like, what's the thing that you don't like me to, like for me to call you? What's a, like a pet name that you wouldn't that you hate? For- Babe. Longer. Baby. You okay. Now say now say Adam Cole and then follow it up with that. Adam Cole, baby. Okay, I guess that works. <laughs> 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 All every wrestling fan in the world is just like, ah, oh, jeez. What, what, what am I supposed? This to might say? be a very divisive episode. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's fine. It, it, it's it, fine. Like, Don't get mad. Just educate me. Somebody send me a uh, video clips on what I'm supposed to be referencing here. You not want that. <laughs> you want not want that. Uh, awesome. Okay, so that's Mikey's card, right? Yeah, that's it. That's the card. It's awesome. How do you feel about it? Sell me on it. Oof, okay. I feel like, you know, there's some good dynamics here. You're definitely getting, like, reinforcing all the the building he did last week. Let me click around, because you're, you're clicking Sorry. around on stuff. I need to be able to read what he wrote. Sorry. Um, I like the... I, I really like this idea that Sasha did, just drops her friend, like, dead weight, and then not only is in a match... To be the number one contender, but wins mm-hmm. her match, mm-hmm. so she's like getting opportunities. Not only is she getting opportunities, which I think is something that as a tournament, she Jim Page needs to find a mm-hmm. uh, challenger for the title. So she's like, I need someone, but also proving that she might not have been the dead weight in that tag team. Right? Yeah, she's proving that like she uh, she did her part and she held up her end, mm-hmm. and she can continue to hold up her end. But the singles do- matches. That remains to be seen if Bailey will win her single match next week or something. I was going to say, that, I'm, I'm excited to see if if Bailey has a match and and how she does in her in hers. I'm excited to see that, mm-hmm. and I think this is a good start to a a pretty good dynamic we're building up. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't really know much about Samoa Joe. Uh, oh wait, he wasn't in a match. <laughs> okay. Ah! <laughs> really bad. Okay. I don't know much about uh, Undisputed Era and Birch and Lorcan, who are part of a tag team. Together, yes. yes. Does it. it have a name? 
Birch and Lorcan. Okay, it doesn't Danny, have a name. Danny Birch and only Lorcan. Okay, I really thought that there was going to be like a name there. Yeah, some people um, call them Team One and Two because they come out and one of them holds up one finger up and one of them holds two fingers up. Yeah, but I do. <laughs> That's it. That's the gimmick. <laughs> um, no, I think this match is good. I think that Undisputed Era winning really like hits the nail on the head that like Ruby Riot wants to be a part of this. It, this it's group. showcasing that Ruby Riot may, probably made the right choice. Yeah. To join Undisputed Era. Yeah. And, um, of course, her winning her tournament match and, you know, probably definitely being backed up by Undisputed Era. Mm -hmm. Um, I like the Undisputed Riot little branding nugget there. Nice, yeah. That'll Uh, sell (laughs) t-shirts. That'll definitely sell a t-shirt. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about it. I think there's a lot going on here. I really like that the... I like that the bro surfer dude um, drops Samoa Joe. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... He didn't just get squashed like a bug. No. You know? No, he, he's a potentially could be. Samojo was upset about Kevin Owens didn't bring him enough of a fight, and now Matt Riddle need him in the face, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I so like that he brought it. He brought it. He's he, he's proving to bring it, bro. I'm excited to bro. see. Like, so he is maybe supposedly leading up to a match of the two of them, right? Potentially. That, um, that, I would really the, like to see that. WB logic would dictate that <laughs> such. I would like to see that. Um,. Yeah, I think I'm pretty excited about all of this. Nice. Yeah. If you like that, folks, you can obviously uh, vote that card as your favorite in the poll that will be on Twitter. It'll be pinned in the uh, pinned on our Twitter page at Hit the Books Pod. Jesse, you did a lovely job uh, presenting yeah. Mikey's card. You don't have to lie to me. It's okay. I know you're very nervous, <laughs> but uh, I think you did a great job. Don't worry. Uh, but you should worry because Mikey did lose last week okay. in the poll. Why did you guys do this to us? Uh, that that's not the audience's fault. Uh, audience voted Mikey as a loser last week. Not as like a loser. That sounds that mean. He just he had a less good card. Does that make sense? Anyways, uh, we got to roll the randomizer okay. uh, because Mikey lost the poll last week. Uh, so we're gonna roll it on Mikey. So uh, you're gonna have to decide what happens. It can be wait, something. So I okay. Yes. What's so up? I decide. Oh wait, I thought it. It keeps. It's it's still reloading. How, yes. It, <laughs> this is a common thing. Uh, but don't I worry. I liked the first one. I rolled a randomizer, and okay. it, uh, Mikey will be upset by this. Uh, but the man- randomizer rolled a minor injury. Okay. So basically what that means is we're going to have to roll a D whatever to see what wrestler gets hurt or which wrestler gets hurt. Then a D4 minus one to see how many weeks they are out. But do I have to do anything with the card? Uh, no, you don't have to do anything oh, with the man, card. You're I don't good. get to make some random decisions that I have no knowledge of. No, that is the randomizer. I was for really you. hoping for the one that was like steal a superstar from the other card. That would be great. I was like really gonna mess you up because I know great. a lot. I don't. Okay, so I don't know like specific terms, and I don't really know the in depth like analytical knowledge of wrestling. Sure, but I do know a lot about your storylines and mm-hmm. your. <laughs> this is true. Which is an unfair advantage that I have that Mikey doesn't necessarily have because you tell me all the time. I, I yeah, I've told not you ever expecting that I would be in the shoes of Mikey for a day. Correct. Um, so that was what I was really excited for because I know who's important to you and what story <laughs> so that could really so, threaten to mess you up there. So before we roll in my thing, why uh, you had twelve wrestlers who wrestled this week? So I'm going to roll a D12 to see okay. what wrestler gets injured. What wrestler, knowing the storylines I've presented to you, what wrestler would you think you would have stolen from me if if the randomizer had that option? Well. What's on your card this week, I think, is the, the question. Do you, it, you don't get to know what's on my card next week until I present it. Um, what's her name? I feel like there was... 
Do you okay. give me any sort of adjectives or any descriptive factor? I wrote 11, which means 11 is Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn is injured for mm. D4 minus one week, so I got to roll D4. Any descriptors on what that lady is you're okay. trying to describe? See, off the top of my D- head, it's hard to think of like under pressure, but do your card and uh, I'll get back to you. Because... I'll give you a list of the women. Oh, I know who. I know who. Well, actually, I don't know if you fixed it. So I probably would have stolen. Hmm. I know that there was There's a, a whole... list of my entire roster, so you can just see it. Uh, you I wrote the a whole thing with Keith Lee. Yes, I am. Doing but did you fix Keith it? Lee. Yes, I've so just. So if a lot I had things. stolen him, would that have like messed you up? Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's who I was going for. <laughs> him or um, I feel like there was like a timeline in the women's division that was like really. Um, was it Shayna Baszler that was like you were doing some sort of like intense storyline with? Maybe. Yes. Recently. Maybe. Something. Yeah. In the past several years, months we've been doing this. But I know that, back and forth. I, I know that Baszler if I had Riot, stolen Keith Lee, that would have ruined things. You would have ruined. Uh, I rolled a D one. Okay. So I rolled a D four minus one. I got a one, which means zero, which means Pete Dunn's fine. <laughs> he just. Oh. Got, Okay. You ultimately <laughs> he you, twisted his ankle. He basically no, no, he didn't twist. <laughs> he got like a stinger. Basically, it's like he just got numbness in his arm, and he's like, okay. "Oh no, I could be injured." And it's like, "Oh no, you're fine." And he's like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> so you hear that? I'm the good luck charm. Um, I can ward off the randomizer. If you win my magic, if you win this week, then you're 100 percent the good luck charm, right? I mean, Mikey did all the hard work. I guess that's true. I'm just uh, <laughs> you're along for the ride. I'm just so, yeah. Okay, well then let me... This is difficult. I want all of you out there to know this is difficult. Podcasting is hard, and wrestling is really complicated. And then writing everything for it? Yes, but even just reading. Wrestling is very complicated. So, to all of you that understand the ins and outs, you're smart, and I applaud you. Nice. Nice. Winning over the wrestling community. (laughs) You love to see it. Love to see a baby face in action. Um, Okay, well then let me present my card for Raw this week. Um, you know, I will give some comments that probably mean nothing. Sure. Um, you also may know what I'm talking about since you alluded to the idea that you kind of have an idea what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to open up Raw this week with Paul Heyman, who is obviously the advocate for current WWE champion Brock Lenzer. He's opening up Raw saying that he will be watching each and every single superstar on this roster very closely. There aren't some impressive superstars on this roster roman excluded uh who show promise for a match against his client brock lenzer if mikey was here i would have had him really do it for him uh of course they will lose to brock lenzer but the search continues and that search starts tonight if anyone on this roster thinks they're man enough to face brock lenzer then do something about it stand out amongst the pack be important I will be watching. Dang. Yeah, so Paul Heyman's really bringing the smoke um, to this. Uh, he really wants a contendership. And, uh, you know, driving home the idea that Roman is no longer allowed to challenge for the WWE Championship um, is really driving the fact that we need a new contender. And he's on the lookout for one. Thoughts? Sounds like intense and kind of creepy. Creepy. You know, he's watching. He's watching you he's all watching. the time. Yes. I'll wear everywhere. <laughs> Next up, we have a match between Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Of course, Nia Jax of the Raw Women's Champion, Alexa Bliss, by her side. Uh, Nia Jax wins. Miss Money in the Bank, I should say. Miss Money in the Bank, Nia Jax wins. Uh, 
uh, because during the match, Alexa Bliss pulls out the ref before Baszler can pin Nia Jax. So while the ref is yelling at Bliss, Nia Jax throws Shayna Baszler into an exposed turnbuckle, uh, which really hurts Shayna Baszler, and Nia Jax ends up getting the victory here. Ouch. Yeah, so a little bit like uh, Nia Jax gets the win, uh, which is nice. Uh, but and but a little bit of a defensive protection of Sheena Baszler in the in a booking sense, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like so sometimes in wrestling when you're like writing matches or segments or whatever, you need someone to win a match, but the you don't want the loser to look too bad. So you can do something like this where uh, Nia Jax threw there was a distraction by Alexa Bliss. Uh, who distracts the referee? Nijax throws Shayna Baszler into an exposed turnbuckle. Exposed turnbuckle just being like the metal that's right there. Shayna Baszler gets directly in the metal, then you know she gets pinned. But so Shayna Baszler is protected a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Am I teaching yeah, yeah. you wrestling I got booking? It. Sense? I got it. Okay. Well, let's go Checks into out. the next match. For the past several weeks, Jesse, um, uh, the LLC which is a tag team with Bobby Lashley and Cesaro. Yep. Yes, it is Lashley, Lana, and Cesaro. Okay. LLC. Um, <laughs> uh, they uh, have been attacking the New Day um, for unknown reasons. Um, like Our cat is really bored of us because now he's yeah, like... Yeah, because he doesn't have me to distract him while you record. That's fair. Um, so the New Day, uh, fine LLC backstage just hanging out. The New Day try to front up on them, but Cesaro, Lashley, and Lana aren't really having it. Um, and not in like an aggressive way, because what I mean by that is they're just sort of like brushing off the New Day. Uh, Lana informs New Day, being Xavier Woods and Big E Langston, uh, that they have no issue with them. Uh, they LLC were hired to do a job, and they did that job. So they're all good. The New Day questioned what she means, and Lana simply explains that someone who was going to remain nameless hired LLC to ensure that the New Day don't challenge the Disciples, Seth Rollins and Murphy, for the Raw Tag Team Championships at the last pay-per-view Money in the Bank. They did their job, and now they're on to the next, and then they leave. Can you say that? Can you just be like, we were hired to do it, so no hard feelings that we attacked you. What do you mean? Like, I feel like there's still hard feelings. You still attacked them. Fair. fair. Yeah, hard feelings on the New Day side. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're, but New Day are upset because New Day even felt like they were being attacked by LLC, and they're just like, wait, someone hired you to attack us? Who is it? The man behind the mask. Yes, more mysteries on Monday Night Raw over here. Who, who knocked out Aleister Black? Who hired LLC? Who done it? Who done it? Which is a, was a game show back in the day. That was yep. one of my favorite game shows of all time. Anyways, moving on to the next matchup. Cedric Alexander with Ricochet. Cedric... Oh, Ricochet. I've seen him. Hmm? Right? Probably. Yeah. Not in person. Like wrestle, right? Mm, no. I don't think we've ever seen Ricochet live. When we have, when we have Or seen... was it maybe on TV? Probably on TV. But I swear. You recognize the name. Yes. Good. Uh, Cedric Alexander with with Ricochet. The past couple weeks, Ricochet and King Corbin have been sort of feuding with each other. Last week, King Corbin beat Ricochet in the Money in the Bank rematch. Uh, and after the match, King Corbin, even though winning, beat down Ricochet even further until Cedric Alexander, who was someone I stole from SmackDown a couple weeks ago, uh, made the save. 
So now we're having Cedric Alexander against King Corbin. Cedric Alexander wins the match, defeats King Corbin. Thoughts, Jesse? I have many of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of them are relevant. On podcasts, you usually just have to continue talking. Dead air is bad, so you just gotta okay, like, bring but, something. Like, you just like uh, uh, put me in the spotlight. Uh, yeah. I don't know. You know, you got nothing. Yeah. Okay, moving on. We got a backstage interview with the heel tag team of Bianca Belair and Naomi. Uh, they say that they've had enough of Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. Uh, they are nothing compared to our Black Excellence, and we want to turn that into gold incarnate. Does that make sense? They want a shot at the women's. There's a lot of it's a lot of convoluted there. We we want a shot at the women's tag team championships. Um, you know, of course, the iconics. Right. Um, Ripley and Morgan walk up, and Liv tells them that's funny. They were thinking the exact same thing. Looks, tag team match. Tag team match. Looks like you haven't had enough of us yet, and the two teams stare each other down. Ooh. Yes. I like this. Does this mean tag team match? Maybe, maybe not. Not, maybe, this, not today. Not today, not tonight, but maybe in the future. When maybe, wink, hint, maybe in the future. Do I have it coming up at some point? I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. Find out. Stay subscribed. I feel like you're teasing it. I am teasing the idea. Uh, next up is a one-on-one singles match. Uh, Murphy uh, won't have the Raw Tag Team Championships with Seth Rollins by his side. Taking on Elias, the drifter. Elias. Oh, is he the one that plays guitar? Correct. Okay. Ha-ha. Uh, and Murphy ends up getting the win here over Elias. Just a simple, you know, match over here. Next up, after the match, the New Day walk out to talk to Murphy and Rollins. You know, so if you're an investigative reporter, if mm-hmm. you're if you're Biggie Langston, okay. which, let me show you a quick picture of Biggie Langston. I keep saying Biggie Langston, even though his name's just Biggie because they cut cut off his last name, uh, as you do in WWE for whatever reason. There's a wrestler named Mustafa Ali that they just cut off Mustafa and made him Ali, which is like okay, sure. Uh, Biggie, uh, Biggie Gaffney? What the hell is that? Oh, that's in South Carolina, I guess. This is Biggie. Um, does that, does that really... Oh, he looks familiar. Yes. Does that sort of help give you an idea of what we're talking about here? So if uh-huh. you're Biggie, or if you're Xavier Woods, and you're like, okay, LLC were hired to attack us to ensure that we don't face the disciples at Money in the Bank, what would you, who would you talk to next to get some ideas? Who wants to face... Disciples of Money in the Bank. What? Sorry, what is... I, I would talk to whoever wants that match, right? I don't know. Whoever wants that match? I don't, I don't know. Okay. Uh, I would. I if I were them, I would want to talk to the disciples, right? Be like, oh, okay. I don't know who the disciples are. Disciples are Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. Oh, okay. Because in my head, I'm like, well, they're not going to the disciples because that's not who they're talking to right now. <laughs> so I'm like, who are you trying to get me to say? Would have uh, been helpful to know. That's fair. Uh, Maybe so th- in parentheses on yeah. your sheet. I'm in my parentheses <laughs> for people that don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, so they. Me. So I was like, okay, <laughs> if the new day were told that they the L, that someone hired the LLC to make sure that the disciples uh, don't face the new day at Money in the Bank, maybe the disciples paid for the LLC. Does that would that make sense? That would make sense to me. I would, I would follow that. Follow that train of logic? Yeah. So Woods and Big E explain that they talked to LLC, and apparently someone hired them to knock them out of the tournament. And since maybe you two are the Raw Tag Team Championships, maybe the motive lies with you. (laughs) You wanted to take us out of the tournament because you knew we can beat you for those titles. Seth Rollins 
uh, informs Woods and Big E that the only thing he is worried about is creating the best version of Monday Night Raw. This show is my purpose. And Murphy here agrees that us being the tag team championships makes Raw the best it can be. Then my will be done. Biggie laughs and says that he does. Uh, uh, what? Okay, I wrote something that doesn't make any sense. Well, you, I'm reading it and I'm like, okay, so Biggie laughs and says, oh, so you are admitting to paying off. Yes, LSC. thank you. Admit, when I wrote, makes it say, I wrote Biggie laughs and says that he does admit to paying off LLC. It makes it sound like Biggie is saying that he paid off LLC. Like, I'm very confused. <laughs> You're correct. Yes. Biggie is laughing because what Seth Rollins just said makes it sound like he paid off LLC. So uh, Biggie's like, hey, we've caught you in a lie, basically is what he's trying to say. Seth Rollins lasts it off, and they both attack Big E, leading to a big old brawl with Big E uh, and Xavier Woods being beaten up by Murphy and Rollins. Rollins and Murphy set up Woods uh, and his neck to be positioned just perfectly with a shot to the neck with a steel chair when Kofi Kingston returns, makes his return, saves Xavier Woods. Kofi Kingston has been out for months. Uh, I forget how many weeks. Uh, he makes a save, causing Rollins and Murphy to hightail out of there, Jesse. So Kofi Kingston, who has been injured for 18 weeks, makes his long-awaited return, um, uh, finally, to our program, to Monday Night Raw, That's saving the New time. Day. Yeah, long t- long-ass long injury, 18 weeks. That was, And you know what was very upsetting about that? Is that he was our WWE champion, uh, and I think we we booked him to lose, but either way, it's like, oh, he's injured for 18 weeks now. <laughs> so I was like, well, okay then. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, next up is uh, The Miz versus Bo Dallas. Uh, Miz obviously gets the victory here. After the match, uh, The Miz, who's been feuding with John Morrison over the Intercontinental Championship as of late. The Miz says that John Morrison, uh, uh, Miz calls out John Morrison saying that this entire time, John Morrison has been saying that he is miles ahead of The Miz. And then at Money in the Bank, not only did The Miz win a 15-man battle royal, I was inches away from defeating you, John, and taking the Intercontinental Championship back. Then you had to go ahead and beat me with a steel chair right across my back, getting the disqualification. Which in wrestling terms, Jesse, if you're in a title match, you get a disqualification. Champions retain in disqualifications. So John Morrison attacked The Miz during the match to help retain his title. Huh. Yes. That's some sneaky shit. Yes, exactly. We call that chicken shit heel in wrestling Ah, terms. So Uh, it is shit. Yes. Uh, (laughs) You knew I was going to win, John, and you went ahead and acted like a chicken shit. Uh, Guess what? I'm not out. I'm not done. At Backlash, I'm taking back the Intercontinental Championship and restoring my own prestige with it. Because I'm The Miz, and I'm awesome so it's like is that a, like his catchphrase yeah, that's his catchphrase i feel like he needs a better catch like i he had me until he said i'm awesome it's very early 2000s yeah it <laughs> was like man i really get it i get where you're coming from the pain and the you know betrayal of you know the anguish the anguish of him throwing were, the match they were so former tag team partners they were former tag team partners and then john morrison betrayed him but then if you end it with, I'm awesome, he needs a new mm, catchphrase. That's true. Because, I'm like, the Miz and I'm I was in there. I was adequate. like, yeah, I'm rooting for you. And then he goes, I'm awesome. I'm like, meh. You probably deserve to be hit in the back with a steel chair. Fair enough. Uh, next up, we got a video package. It's a video package that's explaining what happened between Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt the Fiend last week in the mm-hmm. last week's main event segment of the Firefly Funhouse. 
last week in that Firefly Funhouse segment, basically what happened last week is that uh, the Fiend has become corporate. Has been become the corporate oh, Fiend. He's wearing a tie now. He's wearing a suit and tie, <laughs> or at least, or at least Bray Wyatt. He's he's let go, or he's he has that you know the Mister Rogers getup that he's been wearing. Now there's like a suit and tie as well. Uh, and he's corporate. He was drinking with a... the fiend face. No, not with the fiend face. Oh, okay. He's just normal Bray Wyatt. You know, let me show you a picture. I would Jesse. love to see him with the fiend face in a suit and tie. I uh, think that would be pretty intimidating. That's true, I guess. <laughs> uh, basically, it's just Bray Wyatt. Uh, he's corporate now. He is drinking out of a mug that says "World's Never One Fiend." Um, very great. So basically, if you know, you take this guy, put him in a suit. He's okay. corporate now. Uh, this guy, cre- the fiend with the clown mask and everything, would be scary as hell in a. And whatever. Um, but yes. So yes, that explains what happened last week. Uh, and then we have the main event. What I'm calling a Heyman hustle match. Uh, early in the night, Paul Heyman uh, set out the idea that he wants to, you know, separate the people, the, the, the big league from the small pack. Uh, he wants to have people presented as like big stars because he wants a star to challenge Brock Lenzer, right? Okay. Even though they're going to lose because it's Brock Lesnar. I mean, come on. So this is the Heyman Hustle match. The premise is, and we'll explain this on commentary or whatever, is these are four people that Paul Heyman picked exclusively to face off in a fatal four-way tonight uh, to see if maybe they'll separate themselves from the pack and potentially be the next challenger for Brock Lesnar's WWE Championship. Does that make sense? Okay. Okay. I follow. So, four people that Paul Heyman picked exclusively was Keith Lee, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, and Sheamus. They're all competing in this fatal four-way Heyman hustle match uh, where the winner is AJ Styles. AJ Styles gets a big victory here. AJ Styles pins Daniel Bryan, in fact, uh, in this match. So, really trying to separate himself out from the pack. Daniel Bryan, of course, a former WWE champion. AJ Styles... W champion like two years ago or something. Sheamus sort of been wanting the IC title, but you know Paul Heyman sees something, so maybe that's good. And mm-hmm. Keith Lee has been proving himself, but did not get the win here. So yeah, Heyman hustle match. Styles uh, may maybe looking like maybe impressed Paul Heyman enough to uh, get a title shot at the WWE Championship. <laughs> Does that okay. make sense, Jesse? Yeah, it makes sense. Thoughts on that card? Um, you know, I think you have some really good. Really good moments. I will say your video package lacked the uh, production value that mine and Mikey's did had. Um, okay. <laughs> and uh, the flair, you know. Note, note taken. <laughs> um, yeah, it seems like there's a lot of a lot of tension, a lot of uh, conflict going on here. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously because it's they're rest- fighting each it's other. Rest- it's wrestling, but so. I mean, like deeper than that. A little bit of like personal conflict here and there. Mm-hmm. Got like this uh, underground hiring for hire mm-hmm. storyline tag yeah. team going. I'm excited to see where a couple of these go. What, um, what, are you excited? what, what do you like about this? Well, let me let me look at this. Because um, keep in mind, not only do I have the I have a it's the new mystery is what I presented here tonight is the idea of LLC being hired by mm-hmm. someone previously and currently still a mystery is someone knocked out Alistair Black. Someone knocked out Alistair Black to replace him in the, or someone knocked out Alistair Black a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We have no idea who it is. 
Roman Reigns benefited from it, uh, benefited from Aleister Black getting knocked out. We still have no idea who that, who did that. We still have no clue. That was weeks ago at this point. Um, and now we have a new mystery about who hired LLC. Yeah, I'm excited about that that storyline. Yeah, excited to see what happens in, I guess, in the women's division with, what's her name? Alexa Bliss helping uh, Nia Jax win. Mm-hmm. The, the tag team. See the ge- where, the where Shayna goddesses. goes from there. Like, how does she fight back, you know? Mm-hmm. Because you're not going to take that line down. You know, you're not going to be like, uh, excuse me, you just threw my match for me. I'm going to show you a picture of Shayna Baszler to get an idea of who we are talking about here. Oh, she's not going to take that. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, hell no. She is a former UFC fighter. I am very excited to see how she moves forward after her match basically got thrown for her. Yeah. Um, you know. Oh, I know who Nia Jax is. Yes, I'm now showing her a picture of Nia Jax. And this is the current uh, Raw Women's Champion in our universe, Alexa Bliss. Interesting. I, yeah, I'm excited to see how, how Shayna moves forward. Yeah. We're in the that wake. whole dyna- dynamic. I am in the current wake of uh, last week, Becky Lynch announcing her pregnancy, which is amazing. Yeah. But I am the the booking sense of like, okay, <laughs> I just I just lost my biggest baby face. And looking at my roster, I was like, uh, it's quite thin in baby yeah. faces right now. I need something. I need some sort of storyline. So I yeah. so this week is prepping a lot more for that eventual storyline. To build up towards Backlash. Did I announce... Did we I, either of us announce any sort of matches for Backlash? Not really. Uh, I didn't... I mean, we announced the... You being SmackDown? Yes. The number one contender Can, match. Yeah. Backlash, so There's, yes. It's definitely going to be Asuka versus someone. Yes. Uh, and it might be Sasha Banks or Ruby Riot, assuming, you know, however many tournament matches more there will be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm excited about it. Uh, if you, the listener, liked the either of these cards, either if it was uh, Mikey slash Jesse's SmackDown or my Raw's Raw's Raw, looking at Raw, you can go to Twitter at Hit the Books Pod uh, and you can vote in the pinned tweet that is at the top. Uh, just a quick little poll. You just have to, you know put in whichever one when you liked uh, Raw or SmackDown, and the winner of that will get the randomizer uh, power next week. Next week's show. Jesse, do you want to make one final plea to the audience? Please, to... please vote. I said plea, vote and you turn it into you, I said plea, and you turn it into beg. No, uh, you know, I think that it would be nice to see Ryan have to to rearrange a little bit, um, see how he does under pressure mm-hmm. with this randomizer. I would like to test him and test the strength of his story building skills. Mm-hmm. So, if you would like to test Ryan's story building skills and you think that uh our storyline was better this week you should definitely vote for for me and mikey mm-hmm. because a vote for me and mikey is a vote for awesome a vote for me and mikey <laughs> a vote for me and mikey is a vote against ryan yes <laughs> that is what that is i love it i love it well thank you so much for coming on jesse of course thanks for having me thank you for uh putting up with my lack of analytical knowledge and deep knowledge of wrestling. Analytical? It's just I don't have. I, I don't have much. This, you did but a great job. I gave what I had. You did a good job. And I hope that comes through. This is like your second time on a podcast, I think? Third time. 
third time? I think I've been on a couple. Yeah, we did round round, round mm-hmm. years ago. Um, yeah, but thank you so much for coming on. It was lovely having you on. Um, I would say any time, but um, I think Mikey's much better at this, and I would prefer that he uh, do this on a regular basis. <laughs> thank, thank, you, <laughs> thank you for putting over Mikey as well. Uh, yeah, so uh, if you like what you heard, everybody, obviously you can subscribe. Mikey, uh, assuming that uh, his mouth will be in order next week, we'll be back next week. So he has to do like follow up surgery on tooth stuff. I don't, don't know. Put that in the universe. I've never got a tooth removed. Uh, well, no, I take that back. I have. You probably have. I probably have. Yeah. I had. Um, did I ever? I mean, I don't remember actually. Probably, I don't remember. I remember at one time in my life, I had four cavities. <laughs> yeah, you definitely got a tooth removed at some point. In your yeah. life. I feel like you did. If, but if I did, it was definitely a baby tooth. Mm-hmm. I've never had uh, a, a human adult sized tooth unless Mikey still has his baby teeth in which case that's a whole other issue <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah uh, so thank you oh before we go can we do one thing before we go I know it was just about the clothes audience but I wanted to do one thing I think Mikey would enjoy it and hopefully long time oh, listeners goodness. will enjoy okay. it so Jesse we're going to do a BuzzFeed quiz Ooh. and that is which WWE finisher would you use I just wanted to end out this thing as a sort of a present thank you uh, for coming on the show uh, because BuzzFeed quizzes are hilariously stupid, and yeah. I love them. There was a time that I was addicted to BuzzFeed quizzes. Really? Just because of how bad they were. But, like, I couldn't stop doing them. That's hilarious. It's like, you know, when you eat, like, candy, and you're like, man, this doesn't taste the same as it did when I was a kid, but, like, I can't stop eating it. No. It's kind of gross. No, I stopped eating Hershey chocolate bars for that exact same reason, where I was like, this doesn't taste as good as I was when I was a child. It tastes awful. Oh. I don't eat them well, anymore. That's how I feel about BuzzFeed quizzes. Like, I can't stop doing them, but they're dumb, but they're kind of also mindless and great. Well, then, let's do this one from 2015. Which WWE finisher would you use? Pick a Disney song for your entrance music. You can do Be Prepared, Part of Your World, Just Can't Wait to Be King, Make a Man Out of You, Bare Necessities, Friend Like Me, Trash in the Camp, uh, Let It Go, or Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. Oh, hands down, Be Prepared. Really? That is my jam. Explain. I just, that's, childhood, that was the favorite song. Fair enough. I don't know. I just, I have a lot of nostalgia with that song. Okay. Who has the best facial hair? Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Undertaker, Mm. Triple H, Shawn Michaels, The Rock, Batista, Brock Lenzer, Damian Sandow, or Daniel Bryan. These are all a bunch of people of pictures with wrestlers with facial hair, even when it was like Brock Lenzer and UFC with facial hair. Mm. Um so this is the hard part is like you got to have it's got to be good in multiple ways. It's got to be full, but it's also got to be like shaped well, but that doesn't mean it has to be trimmed short. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Also, a lot of the another thing about BuzzFeed quizzes is like multiple answers that are the same thing. A lot of these are pictures of like basically the same beard. <laughs> yeah, but like there's there's nuanced differences here. You can sure. tell who takes care of it. Um, I kind of want to go with. I wish there was a better picture of Batista and his beard. Yeah, because it's him yelling, so you can't really see yeah. the mouth. I'm going to go with... I'm between The Rock and Shawn Michaels, to be honest. The Rock. This is a picture of The Rock from the Hercules movie. Yeah, I have to go with The Rock because, I mean, also, like, the flowing hair. Yeah, it helps. Yeah. Really what helps do you look it. for in a significant other? Ryan, close your ears. Okay. <laughs> Honesty. <laughs> compassion. Good looks, open-mindedness, loyalty, charm, passion, adventure, or money. Mm, definitely money. Okay. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Should we have done this at the beginning of the episode? Yeah, we definitely should. Mikey, consider putting this at the beginning of the episode somehow. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Ryan, close your ears. Uh, what I look for in a significant other. Probably between, like, honesty and adventure. But I think I would value honesty more than an adventurous person. Because if I have to choose between the two. But usually, you can find a little bit of both in most people. Can, so I, unpl- can I unplug my ears now? Yes. What did you pick? Honesty. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Pick a macho man. We're looking at nine pictures of oh, macho wow. macho man Randy Savage. Ooh, cream of the crop. Ooh, yeah, you snap into a Slim Jim. So, yeah, man, definitely. Um, <clears throat> ooh, Slim Jim. Slim Jim macho man? Yeah. It's a picture of macho man when he was advertising for Slim Jim. Fun fact, the oh, yeah, Slim Jim, snap into a Slim Jim, that... It is because of Macho Man Randy Savage. I don't know if Slim Jim made that up or Randy Savage did, but guess what? I would believe it if he made it up. I would not be surprised at all. Uh, but yeah, uh, Macho Man, Slim Jim, Macho Man. What would you do in an actual fight, Jesse? Kick them in the crotch. Grab the nearest object, presumably to use in a fight, I guess. It doesn't mm-hmm. say. Punch and run. Finally, use your karate skills. Talk a lot of trash. Trash. Uh, reach a diplomatic solution, run at them wildly, make a creepy face and scare them, or stand there and hope they're intimidated by you. Uh, definitely finally use your karate skills. I've never taken karate a day in my life, but I've watched enough movies to know that I have a lot of karate in me. You have innate karate skills. I have innate, I have innate karate skills, and they're just waiting to come out. Okay. What movie villain would you fight with, obviously, your innate karate skills? Mm-hmm. Voldemort. Uh, Bane from The Dark Knight Rises, Darth Vader, Loki, Cruella DeVille, uh, Jason from Friday the 13th, Golem from Lord of the Rings, Gideon Graves from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, or Scar from The Mm. Lion King. Jason from Friday the 13th. Fucking really? Yeah. Why? I mean, he's not like a supernatural being. I just gotta like... He is. I mean, like, yes and no. Have you seen Friday the 13th? Yes, I've seen one. Okay, never mind. But, like, I mean, in a way, but, like, he's not got, he doesn't have the force. You okay. know, he can't fight me with invisible force. But Corolla DeVille. <laughs> eh. Sure. Uh, woo! This is a picture of nine Ric Flair's wooing. Pick one, Jesse. Because, again, fun thing about BuzzFeed quizzes, what does this have to do with anything? Nothing. You're literally just picking a random option. What are you picking? Uh, bottom left. Bottom left. Ric Flair. He looks like he shit his pants. Uh, all of them, all of them, kind of look like. No, he that shit one. His pants. He's definitely like got that look is on it? his face. It's like, oh, sh- something happened. It looks like he smelled it. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like yeah. he smelled the shit that's in yeah. somewhere. And he's not making eye contact because he's ashamed. That's fair. Woo. Which, there's nothing to be ashamed about. What, Jesse? What did you get? I got the Stone Cold Stunner. <laughs> yeah, I am. You're like a rattlesnake ready to attack at any moment. You're cool. You're easygoing and pretty dope. But you don't let people take advantage of your kindness. You're prepared to raise hell at any and open a can of whoop-ass at any moment. Now, Ryan, do you feel like that's accurate to me? I cannot say. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of Hit the Books. Uh, Smackdown Fancy Booking. Smackdown versus Raw Fancy Booking Podcast. Uh, again, thank you, Jesse, for coming on. No problem. Thanks for having me. Um, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Hit the Books Pod. Of course, that poll is in there already. You can subscribe to our show. Of course, you would get uh, not only this show every week, you also get our special pay-per-view specials. Our special pay-per-view specials, just to be clear. Um, They're special specials. Uh-huh. Uh, that they come out every month or so. And, of course, we have that brand-new show, Wrestling of Statistics, every Monday uh, on this network as well, which, of course, you know, all good content. Um, and, you know, we're gonna. I think uh, the Wrestling of Statistics show is going to have a fun... Um, 
uh, Double or Nothing uh, review, which is happening this weekend. So uh, so get stay tuned, I guess, for that, folks. Um, but yes, uh, so we we have a bunch of stuff out there. Go go listen to it. Go follow us. Uh, if you like what you heard, uh, please rate, uh, give a review on iTunes. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, again, Jesse, thank you so much for coming on. Can't wait to have Mikey back. Hopefully, Mikey will be uh, safely recovered uh, by next week. Uh, not not to detract from you. I'm just saying I hope um, Mikey's no, better. No, I do too. I really hope that Mikey's back next week. Um, again, thank you so much for Jesse. So for Jesse, I have been your host, Ryan Nancy. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. But with that, we've only got two words for ya. Book it. Nice. Oh, now you're Book doing it. <laughs> salt with that salt and pepper? <laughs> Jesus. I'm Bye. This has been a Count Out Podcast. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.